picture this. You're sitting with your phone trying to find one more way to reach your audience. You know you need another way to get your content out there to those who need it, but in a way that draws them in. You can do this through podcasting. Now you know podcasting can work, but how do you start? You can always hire someone to do it for you, but what if you just don't have the financial ability to do so or simply just don't want to spend the money? What if I told you you can get all of the steps from an experienced podcast manager to help you do this yourself? I have created the Podcast Launch Companion to help do exactly this. This is not another course from someone who has not helped dozens of podcasters get started. This is the exact process I use with my launch clients, step-by-step, for you to do on your own at a fraction of the done-for-you launch price. If you are ready to get a podcast launched by summer, click the link in the show notes or visit allisonnitch.com slash DIY. That's allisonnitch.com slash DIY to learn more. Now on to the episode. If you have been in the podcasting space for any length of time, you have probably heard of a topic that is often heard of as a game changer, and that is batch recording, which is recording multiple episodes in a single sitting. But is it really the best fit for everyone? Well, maybe, but maybe not. Let's unpack that. And I've got three ways to help if batch recording is just not your cup of tea. Hey, I'm Allison, former elementary teacher turned online business owner, but more importantly, your podcasting best friend. On this show, we will explore the power of using your voice to engage your audience and increase your impact. After 20 years of struggling to find what I was truly meant to do, it was a podcast that changed my life. Someone out there needs to hear your message. So get ready to unlock the secrets and use your powerful message to connect with your audience like never before. Whether you are thinking of starting your own show, just getting started, or an experienced podcaster, there is something here for everyone. Let's master your message. Welcome back and happy Valentine's Day. I am going to admit that I <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of Valentine's Day. I know so many people out there love it. My kids love it because they think it's all about the candy. I just I don't know. I do like it. I just think that um there's other holidays I like better, but for those of you that love it, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> I want to start off by saying that you as a podcaster have to find what works best for you when it comes to recording. So to help you figure this out, I'm going to break this down into a little pros and cons of batch recording. And then I'm going to let you decide from there. And if it just doesn't seem to be what is best for you, or if you've even tried it and just can't seem to make it work, I want to give you a few alternatives to maybe help you out. Now, I explained a bit about this in the intro, what batch recording is, but let me go into a little bit more depth just in case. I know when I first started out in business, I always heard terms thrown around and sometimes I had no clue what they were talking about, but batch recording is where you sit down and you record several episodes at a time to get ahead of your timeline, but it doesn't have to necessarily all be in one day. So that's what I'm going to kind of get into, but this could look like outlining your episodes one day editing them and possibly scripting it if you choose to another day. And then a final day where you record all of these in one sitting or even a day, spread it out, or maybe a a week. 
So batching can really look different to everyone. But today is really trying to figure out which way is best for you. And again, I truly think that you need to try both ways to see which one works best for you and for your time and just go from there. I can say that I have tried both and it really depends on the week for me. I have a private podcast that I batched all six episodes in one day and it was honestly nice to get them all done. But with this podcast, I kind of go back and forth. I will say that I outlined well over a month's worth of episodes all at once while all the thoughts were still fresh in my head. But as far as recording them, I started out with doing two one day and then I waited a few days and then I recorded another episode. And now I believe two weeks has gone by and I'm recording this one, but I am three weeks out. So I'm ahead of schedule, but I'm just batching them out how I feel it works for me and my schedule. So let's go into some of the pros and cons of batch recording. All right, we're going to start with the pros because I don't know, let's just start off on a positive note. So some of the pros of batch recording, obviously, the first one is just the efficiency and time management of it. Okay, so these are the undeniable benefits of batch recording. You can become very efficient with your time by recording multiple episodes in one go. Or If you choose to spend one whole week and get all of your episodes recorded for that entire month, this can streamline your podcast process and not have you recording the night before. So if you choose to record a month's worth of episodes on one day, you're entire, you're done for the entire month that frees up your entire rest of your month for your, all of your business tasks. And again, like I said, you could also, you know, spread it out over a week. Maybe you record a couple on Tuesday and a couple on Thursday, or you record one a day and you knock out five for the month. If there's five weeks, are you great into the next month? Whatever. Okay. So this helps you save time for the rest of the month. And you're not constantly saying, okay, every Tuesday, I'm going to record an episode. Again, that works. That can work perfectly for some people and well, everybody really. But what I'm talking about is taking a chunk of time and recording as much as you can at once. Now, can some people sit down and record five episodes in one day? Some can do it with ease, and some people just cannot sit there and talk that long. I get about two done, and I'm like, eh, I have to either take a break or wait till the next day. All right, the second pro is you're getting consistent content. So consistency is a key in this podcasting world. But being consistent keeps your audience engaged, and you will be less stressed without that last minute recording. Now, I am sure there could be so many more pros to batching. I mean, there is just so many more pros. I'm just kind of going over those main ones right now. I just want to keep this episode at a reasonable length. So I'm going to go, I'm going to leave it to those two for now. And again, if you don't try it, how do you know you won't like it? Okay. We have to try things. I had to tell my daughter that with softball. She had to try it to know she really didn't like it. So now that we've talked about the main pros of batch recording, let's look at a few potential downsides of batch recording. I'm going to put cons and quotes here because being a con can really be taken with a grain of salt. What may seem like a con to one person could be nothing to another podcaster. Again, we're all, we all have our ways of doing things, but these are what I see to be the most hurtful when it comes to batching. And Keep in mind when I say this, it really depends on how far out you batch. One month ahead 
may or may not see these cons at all. Whereas even a few weeks could, you know, so it really depends on your content, what you're talking about and so forth. So let's just kind of take that into consideration as I talk about these. So one of the things that I could see being a downside to batch recording, especially months and months and months out, could be the creativity and freshness. You want to be sure you're not sounding too robotic to your listeners after you've recorded. If you're on your fifth or sixth episode and you're tired, you don't want to lose that interest of your listener. So at times we can tend to say the same things when we record all in one day. Our thoughts can come intertwined in this sense. And sometimes we think, did I say that already? Did I not say that already? Whereas having a fresh mind kind of helps with that. It reminds me of my teaching days when I would teach four class. I was elementary, so I didn't have eight classes like middle school, high school. But I taught, the most I taught was four classes. And even by the third class, I was like, have I told y'all this already? Or I get to the last class of the day, which was my homeroom. And they're like, you said that already. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I've said it so many times. I don't know if I said it, if I was thinking it. So that could be something to think about. The other potential downfall I can see is that when it comes to things such as current events, trends, timeliness, holidays, things like that, sometimes when we batch record, it may limit our ability to respond to those things. So let's just say something comes up in real time and you want to talk about it. Well, if you're two, three, four months ahead, it's not going to be as meaningful five months from now as it would, you know, if you were recording three or four weeks ahead, right? Now, If there are things that come up that you wish you would have added to an episode, I will say there is a way to fix that if you love batching, and that's to add a bonus episode. So you can add a bonus episode at any time, and you can talk about what it is you wanted to talk about. So there's no reason to hold off for a better time, so to say, if you want it to be said now. Just record a short bonus and let your audience know you had something else to say. That should not, again, these are maybe downfalls, but those should not hold you back from batching if you love that. You just have to be cognizant of that, thinking ahead, that far ahead. So you just have to know if you're in a space that has changing content that may be relevant or if you can batch your content out. I mean, I have clients who batch out two, three months ahead and it works great for them. They just look at the calendar, see what time of year it falls, especially if they're in the teacher space. You know, they don't want to be talking about something that could be happening in this, you know, talk about something in the summer that they need to be talking about around the holidays, so forth. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is let's assess your podcasting style. If you don't have a podcast yet, I want you to just kind of keep these questions in mind as you think about you as a person and how you think you would act. If you have a show and you've been recording for a little bit, these are some questions I want you to ask yourself. Okay. Number one, what is your workflow and schedule? How consistent is your schedule for recording and releasing episodes? Do you have dedicated time blocks for podcasting or is it more spontaneous? Are there specific days or times when you feel most creative and focused? Okay, so think about that. Number two, I want you to think about your content planning. How far in advance do you plan your podcast content? Do you have a content calendar? How detailed is it? Are your episodes topic-based or time-sensitive? So keep all that in mind. Number three, creativity and freshness. Does your content require a high level of spontaneity or are they current event discussion type things? How important is it for you to maintain fresh and immediate feel in your episodes? Do they need to be more up to date or can you 
talk about things months and months ahead? Do you find your, that your creativity flows better with more spontaneous recording? Number four is the flexibility and timeliness. Does your podcast cover topics that are time sensitive? How comfortable are you with adapting your content based on these real-time changes? And are there advantages to being able to respond quickly to the industry trends or news? Now, this may be more, you know, more business-based. This may be more, you know, I don't know. The topic that comes to mind is when AI became so popular. You know, everybody had to talk about it. Do you want to talk about that six months after everyone else has, or do you want to include that now? So you have to kind of think about that. All right. Number five is listener interaction. How interactive is your podcast with your audience? Do you incorporate listener feedback questions or shout outs in your episode? If you have someone who wants to be, you know, shouted out on an episode, do you want that to happen relatively quickly? Do you want it to just happen where it lands if that's several months out? Are there specific episodes where you want to address recent audience engagement? You know, so you just these are just things to think about. It's not going to hold you back one way or the other. Number six is preferred recording environment. Do you have a dedicated recording space or do you record in various locations? That's going to depend on whether or not you can batch. How much setup time is required for your recording sessions? Do you have enough of a time span to record so many episodes? And is your recording environment consistent or does it vary based on your schedule? These are just things some people record the same place, same time, I'm not same time, but same place every single time. And this does has no, this isn't relevant to them. Number seven is your episode length and structure. What is your preferred episode length? Does it align with your batch recording sessions? Can you record four hour long episodes in one day? That's going to be tiring. But if you have short, concise episodes, 10, 15, 20 minutes, you could probably do three or four. So think about those things. And you also have to think about too, whether or not you're having a guest episode. That's obviously going to, I mean, you have to be able to schedule a time with your guest. And sometimes guest episodes can be a little bit more demanding, involved and having that. I know I would probably be tapped out after one or two guest episodes. Uh, Number eight, if you are DIYing your podcast, you have to think about the editing and post-production. How involved are you in this editing process? And does batch recording affect that? Could you record several episodes one day, the next week you edit them all? And do you have consistent editing style or does it vary from episode to episode? All right. So you just want to be aware of your overall goals. So what are your primary goals for your podcast in terms of your growth, engagement, your content quality, and how would batch recording contribute to those? Or would they pose challenges? So just, you really have to think about this based on your life. So ask yourself these questions and see what fits into your podcasting style best. Okay. If you already know, batching's not for me. All right. I tried it. I don't like it. Here's some suggestions for you. Outline all of your episodes ahead of time and record ahead. This does not mean that you have to record several episodes at a time. You just need to get ahead of yourself. Don't record the night before you need to publish it and get it out. You're going to rush. You're going to mess up. You're going to have things that you might not have said. You just want to be ahead, even if it's just by one week. I'm recording this uh, two weeks before, no, three weeks before it's supposed to go out. So if I do have to change anything, if I find out that this recording doesn't turn out well, I have time to fix it. Okay. You just want to be able to give yourself some time to where you are not rushing. Again, experiment with it. If you're on the fence, 
just try recording two or three episodes in a day. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. Just find what works for you. Again, I sometimes just outline all of my episodes or I'll take like maybe three or four weeks worth. Another day I'll start recording and I just figure out how many I can record. Today I'm on my second one and I'm, I'm fine, but another day I may have only had time for one. So you just really have to see what works for you. And again, I've already said this before, it's not for everyone, but you want to start with a plan. So learn how to plan all of your episodes in advance without the commitment of recording them all at once. Even if this means at least having the content topic narrowed down, a list of ideas, that's better than nothing. You don't want to just sit down and say, what am I going to talk about today? You want to have a plan. Start brainstorming all this list of ideas, outline two or three at a time, and then just pick a day, record one. The next week, record the other, but have it, like I said earlier, in advance. Set recording days. Make sure you have a set day of the week that you record. I said earlier, make Tuesday a podcast day. Schedule it in your calendar and stick to it. Even if you say Tuesday afternoons from 1 to 3 is my podcast time. If you're done by 1.45 and you don't want to do anything else, so be it. You're done, move on. But if you have extra time, do what else you can. Prep for the next episode. So schedule it in your calendar. You will seem a lot less rushed. You won't be stressed if you have that designated time for recording. I try to make my podcast days either Thursdays or Fridays because I do all of my client work up at the front of the month, of the front of the month, the beginning of the week. And that gives me the end of the week to work on my stuff. But whichever way you choose to do, just stay true to your podcasting goals. Remember, ultimately your podcasting goals matter most. Remember why you started your podcast in the first place. Aligning your recording strategy with your goals whether it's building a connection with your audience, staying current, maximizing your marketing strategy, whatever it might be, the goal is what is important. So embrace your podcasting style. If you are not a batcher, that's totally great. The beauty in podcasting is just staying true to your unique style, and it can lead to so many more authentic conversations that you have on your episodes. Okay. I'll wrap this up with a focus on you. I want you to share your thoughts on batch recording. What works for you? What doesn't? Let's keep this conversation going so we can learn more from each other. I would love for you to send me a message on Instagram, letting me know how you batch record. And if you don't batch record, what do you do that works for you? And I can share some of these to help others out. I would love to do that. So again, remember, there's not a one size fits all solution. Whether you batch record or you prefer that dynamic, I'm going to do it when I have the time. It's finding what works for you. If you've already written off batch recording, maybe there are some things that you haven't thought about that might change your mind a little bit, or at least give you another chance to try it out. Because when some people say batching, they may be thinking, I'm going to record 10 episodes in one day. That's not what I think. My thing is just prepping ahead. That's To me, that's batching. As always, if you found value in today's episode, please consider leaving me a rating and review. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Mitch. You can always find more information about how to launch a podcast, how I can help manage your podcast at my website, allisonmitch.com. And until next time, see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights to enhance your podcasting journey. Remember, the conversation doesn't have to end here. 
Let's stay connected. You can find me on Instagram at Allison Mitch for behind the scenes content, updates, and even more podcasting goodness. And if you're ready to take your podcast dreams to the next level, visit my website at allisonmitch.com. There you'll discover resources and opportunities waiting for you. But before you go, here's a special request. If you've enjoyed this episode and believe in the power of podcasting, please take a moment to leave a rating and review. Your feedback fuels the mission and helps others find their path to purposeful podcasting. Until next time, keep podcasting with purpose. And remember, your voice has the potential to impact the world. Together, we'll make it happen.